0: Today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. The City of London has a new deputy mayor at uh, the last council meeting. Uh, Josh Morgan, the council for Ward 7, of course, the deputy mayor for the next two years. And he joins us here on The Bill Kelly Show uh, to talk about this. Mr. Deputy Mayor, uh, thanks for the time. Good to have you with us on the program today.
1: Thank you. Happy to be here.
0: Well, this ended up being a quite a lengthy discussion and debate, uh, which I guess a lot of folks would have figured, well, this is the policy. It's a two-year term. Let's just vote on who it's going to be. I know that Mayor Holder had actually singled you out and said, this is the, the person I'd like to be on council. But uh, we it kind of morphed into a debate about whether or not there should be one-year terms or two-year terms, et cetera. Were you surprised by that?
1: I, I, well, I was surprised because it, didn't, it wasn't on the agenda. It came at the last minute. But, uh, you know, I certainly respect that colleagues can raise, those sorts of discussions, and, and then we can have debates about them. So it was Councillor Hopkins who raised uh, two concerns, one about the, the term of deputy mayor and, and adjustments to the policy to make it from a two-to-one-year a, two to a one year term, and uh, also uh, adding uh, an equity and inclusion lens into into the selection of the deputy mayor process.
0: Yeah, because different communities do it in different ways. In Hamilton, of course, actually the deputy mayor is only in, in in that seat for a month at a time. They rotate them around, and they all share different meetings. And uh, I, I kind of like the idea of some consistency in the, in the position. And and you guys, I guess, have pretty much split it right down the middle. It's it's two year, half the, of the term. You have one deputy mayor, and then you, of course, in the last two years of the term, are going to assume the responsibilities now
1: yes so we've we've done it a couple of ways during my time on council we've, we've had a deputy mayor for for all four years so for the, the full term of of council and we've had a deputy mayor for for one year at a time and and this this balance seems to be in, in the middle and i think that's appropriate um i do think it takes some time to to you know get in the groove and and with the projects that you're working on you you need you need that runway to get them you know under your feet and going as as you know um, probably more so than others Things take, take time um, in municipal governments with big bureaucracies, and so it takes time to get something done. So, you know, a two-year term allows you to have some diversity uh, of uh, people in the position, but, but gives the people in the position the time to get some things done.
0: Absolutely. I, can, I concur completely on this. One of those programs that I, I know that you're working on right now is a motion you introduced yesterday uh, about accommodation reviews. And, uh, you know, COVID has changed everything, as, as everybody knows now, Josh. And uh, even the way that, uh, that municipal governments operate, there's a lot of people working from home. Uh, and, uh, well, explain the motion. Essentially, uh, you're figuring if this is going to be the new normal, maybe it's something that, that the city could look at is, in a way of adopting a workplace uh, changes.
1: Yeah, so, so the city governs its, its space needs across the city uh, under something called the Master Accommodation Plan in London. And, and that's just a, a fancy way of saying, here's the space we're going to need across the city, here's what we're going to lease, here's what we're going to own, and here's how we're going to distribute our staff. Uh, we're in the process of finalizing our Master Accommodation Plan, and, and my motion last night with Councillor the seconder was to send it back to staff uh, for further review based on what we've learned from COVID. This, this plan was developed pre-COVID, and since then we've had staff for months now in alternate work arrangements, whether that's working remotely, working from home, or working on touchdown spaces. Uh, this review will allow us to, to take everything we've learned from, from that experience, uh, incorporate it into our master accommodation plan, and potentially save us, uh, save us some money on, on leasing and spacing costs uh, because I think we have learned through this process that, that we, we can, um, have some of our staff work remotely where it's appropriate. We can have some of our staff work in shared spaces, uh, and touchdown spaces. And, uh, and, and, you know, one of the, the good things, if there, there's not very many good things about COVID, but one of the good things is that we've been forced to learn very quickly how to do that. And, and that should be in, incorporated into our strategy. And that's what we've asked, uh, asked, uh, for our staff to do now.
0: Well, we've heard anecdotally that a lot of uh, private sector uh, entities are doing this right now, too, in, in a way, as you say, of saving money. The knock against it, Josh, and I know that, that there's always been this debate about, you know, should everybody be physically in that building? Uh, they said, look, if they work from home, they're not going to be as productive. You know, they're going to slack off. But uh, I think th- what we found in, in just about every entity here, private and public sector, that's not the case. As uh, a matter of fact, many of people are suggesting that productivity actually has increased significantly. Uh, people like the idea of, of working out of the house or in whatever circumstance is going to be so why not you know at least go down that road and continue that
1: yeah well and what we have now is we have the experience of our staff who have gone through this process and so all of those pros and cons uh, we can engage with them to see what was working what wasn't and, and how we can make the most appropriate accommodation of uh, of remote work uh it, it will be different for different divisions if you think about you know an inspector or a bylaw officer who's going out in, in the field a lot well, eventually they need to write reports and and respond to them. Do they need a a full office in a city hall to do that sort of work? Absolutely not. But do they need some space to to touch down and and write the reports and and finalize that work? Uh, Probably. So we'll have the opportunity now to to really dig into what's appropriate. And uh, our staff said it'll be about a six-month process, and they anticipate coming back with a revised uh, accommodation plan that, that allows us to, to take advantages of what we've learned. And that's really what it's about. Um, again, not too many good things coming out of COVID, but here's an opportunity to take something that you've, you've been forced to learn and, uh, and make some really positive use of it.
0: For the people that are working uh, out, outside remotely these days, uh, how difficult has it been to, to make sure that they have uh, access to all the support services that they would ordinarily have in that physical office space, the administrative assistance, uh, uh, support services from other departments, et cetera. Is, is, is that working out nicely?
1: yeah it is, but it, it took an adjustment. And so if you think about it, that like the, even on the back end, all of the IT infrastructure that's supported, yeah. you know allowing for the networks to be accessible remotely, uh, making sure that the proper security is there, uh, ensuring uh, people have access to the technology to participate in digital meetings uh, that, that that functions properly. Uh, I think over time we've built a number of processes and it has been a trial and error learning experience uh, over over the last uh, you know number of months. But but we've learned some stuff. We found what works and what doesn't. And I think we're in a position now to start to incorporate that work. Um, but you're absolutely right. It, it, it certainly hasn't been a smooth process to work through, you know, how to figure this out. And I think all of us who have had to experience this themselves um, and everybody, you know, in the private sector who's had to work remotely has has realized this is not a smooth process, but you, you start to figure it out after a period of time and you start to get the resources to help you be successful.
0: When the report is all done, and as this comes back to council, are you anticipating actually asking for a staff recommendation on what to do next?
1: Yeah, our staff are going to come forward with a modified master accommodation plan that will incorporate this. Um, and our, our, our current master accommodation plan in, in contemplates building a whole new city hall to meet our space needs. So that is a significant investment. Um it, being able to adjust this will will change the needs of our footprint across the city and could potentially, you know, open up new opportunities and, and alternatives to that that sort of expensive venture.
0: If that happens, though, and let's let's uh, assume that council accepts our recommendation, where twenty five thirty percent of the workforce, whatever, uh, is going to be working remotely, uh, do you still need the new building?
1: Uh, I don't know. That's that's a result of the review. Potentially not, but but we we also pay about three million dollars in in leasing space across the city and so at the end of the day the master accommodation plan has to find the most efficient use of taxpayer dollars to to deploy our workforce uh, what that looks like how many buildings we own how many buildings we lease is is all about the balance in the plan and and staff will present that back to us and then these are the types of issues we have to debate um, anybody who you know owns a building knows that aging infrastructure does get costly it doesn't last forever, but uh, but a new building is a very expensive capital outlay to build and build, and uh, you know you have to do that the appropriate time and in the appropriate way and and with the appropriate foresight. So, uh, I certainly wouldn't uh, put anything on the table at this point, but I wouldn't take anything off because I like to be genuine in in the review that's being conducted and and enter it with an open mind. But potentially, you know, we could save a, a lot of money in, in this process.
0: Well, it's it's a great idea and a great concept, and and I'm, I'm glad to see you doing this. I'd like to think that all municipalities are going to reevaluate what's going on uh, in light of what's happened and, and, and continuing to happen. We don't know even how long this is going to go on for, so look forward to that report. Uh, Josh, uh, thanks so much for the time. Great talking with you today.
1: Yeah, look forward to it. Uh, next Thank time you. we talk,
0: yeah. You betcha, Deputy Mayor Josh Morgan, of course, and also Ward Seven Councillor on London City Council. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from nine to noon on 900 CHML.